Hey, it's Beth here. Episode 390. I just got back from Cabo. A little vacation with my friend Catherine, who was going to be with her son's entire family. Uh, In-laws. Big family. Everybody's married. She's single, divorced. She needed a comfort dog. So I went. I had a great time. Uh, but I got a foot massage on the beach. And... When it was over, the person who gave me the foot massage was kind of running off with my sunglasses, is what everyone thought, and I thought so too. So I ran after her and knocked my baby toe into a chaise lounge. So beware of foot massage, masseuses carrying big bags, okay? So that might not have been perfect, but it is time for the bed and bathrobe magazine and I'm in my bathrobe back home in my bathrobe tried to take a shower today re-injured my foot so uh, things are a little bit uh, not improving around here but what can you do that's my story and you know when you break your toe you got an excuse for a lot of things so but the fabulous home and bathroom magazine must come out and I guarantee you I'm loving my bathrobe. I can't get in my bathrobe slippers yet, but just being in my bathrobe has me so happy and back home with my dogs and my husband and I mean he'd say, you know, second billing, my husband and my dogs. Super beautiful. It was a great vacation, but it's great to come home. I mean, a direct flight from Austin to Cabo. Direct flights are great when you live in a little town. So that's great. Here we are. We're magazining, though. It's late, and I know you've been worried. Worried, worried, worried. Well, here it is. My table of contents, I'm tabling it. Always do. But this time, I really, I really think it's the right thing to do. Usually, I don't do it because I don't know what it means. But my editor-at-large, Diane... This is amazing. She lives in Colorado. Some one of her neighbors that she walks with said to her, are you Diane? Are you the Diane that escaped from Alcatraz and moved to Colorado to get away from Beth and being an editor at large? She looked her right in the eye and she said, no, I don't know what you're talking about, but, but that is a chink in the armor. That is making progress. And that woman is going to ask her again because she is Diane. She is Diane. She is. She is. I know you know it, and I know I know it. So I just ask her again and again till she cracks. So really, I'm making huge progress there. For the horoscope right before the holidays, I just thought I'd go to the five zodiac signs for the horoscope that make everybody miserable, okay? They're here, they're, it's just everybody, everybody kind of knows this, but I don't. So it starts out surprisingly with Capricorn. And they say that Capricorn is a Debbie Downer, which I just find very hard to believe. But that's what this, you know, and I'm having trouble getting it to come up, so. It's horoscopes that make people miserable. So that was the first one. And 
now it's deleted because I think people don't want to don't want me to do this that make people miserable it disappeared three times so that's why we have to do it now okay so that, that Debbie Downer who even says that anymore okay so the second one is cancer and they say that cancers are whiners and they never get enough well I thought that was just me I mean I never got the pony I never got anything never never in my childhood and do I carry a grudge yes I do yes I do I have to because no one else cares it's a very upsetting thing the third one is Scorpio and they say Scorpios are not only sexy which kid would love that they are complete miserable people and they try to make everyone else miserable around them they go to the movies and they try to find out what was wrong with the movie and uh, everyone paid for the movie everyone had popcorn everyone wants to be in a good mood and the worst thing about Scorpios is that they are always 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 correct it did make you miserable once you thought about it it is true the dialogue sucked they the director was awful everything about the movie was awful except for the popcorn well he had the popcorn too so that's true then we go to Aquarius who you invited to the party because they're supposed to be so much fun well they choose and half of the time they choose not to be happy at the party so that listen to this Alexa volume down No, Alexa. Why does she say that? I don't care about that. Okay, so that's what's wrong with Aquarians. They have fun when they're invited to other people's parties, not your party. Okay, then we've got Aries. What's wrong with Aries is that they're argumentative. Everybody is. But they will do this thing where they'll be like, let's look it up. Nobody wants to look it up. Nobody wants to even, we don't even want to prove you wrong. We just want to get out of there. So now it's a 10 minute tutorial on what the subject matter is. They do it all the time and they say they won't. You can call them on it and they'll say, oh yeah, I can see that. I'll never do it again. You're right. They can be wrong. They can be right. They don't even care. They just want to get to the bottom line like they're some kind of a professor and they do it at parties. Okay. Now. There's another one that they add on the bottom of this list, and it's a Pisces. And this is kind of a sidebar. They say, unless you're taking a Pisces to an open bar or a party where you don't have to pay for anything, don't invite a Pisces. They will go over the bill. They will do it down to the penny, and they'll talk for 15 minutes about a 15-minute or a 20-minute, you know, uh, stupid tip. And meanwhile, the person's table is being held up. They're no fun, okay? So basically, just don't don't even invite people like me, all right? Just have a little party with the three people that you actually get along with, which I did today. Two of my friends came and picked me up for lunch. We get along perfectly. No parties. I'm not inviting 20 people to anything. People can't get along with anyone anymore. I'm keeping it small 
everything is as small as it can be. Okay, the gourmet section. This year, no turkey for Christmas. I can't stand on my feet anymore. I can't do it all. It's too hard. So we're gonna get a roast. You throw the roast in the oven. You put some garlic on it. You leave it alone. If it's a good piece of meat, it cooks itself. Baked potatoes, maybe some asparagus, cause that's easy. Maybe some rolls, maybe I make them, maybe I don't. Maybe a pie, but it is not a six hour ordeal. I can't do it. I can't take it. So this year, when you're looking at the gourmet section of magazines, unless you can make it like, okay, Ina has whole books on make ahead. That's great if you're in the mood. If you're not in the mood, just make something that's easy like a tenderloin or a piece of beef. People love it more than anything. And you just throw it in the oven. And then you take it out. You cut it up. People go nuts. Do that. Okay, I got this gorgonzola sauce. Gorgonzola. First you put in cream. Cook it for 50 minutes. Just on the stove. It gets, you know, condensed. Add gorgonzola. You got the best sauce in the world. Do that. Do everything that is two steps. Simple, beyond belief. You take a step. It's like the Texas two-step. You take a step, put your feet up. Okay? One step forward, one step up. Get your feet up high. Relax. It's not worth it. Nobody cares that much. Plus, if your feet hurt, you're not in a good mood. Take it from me. I've got a broken toe. I can't think about anything else. I want to. I want to watch The Thin Man, but I can't right now, which always puts me in a good mood because my toe is broken. And my foot looks like Yeti's foot. It is huge. I can't even wear shoes. And I, we... We broke it this morning. I do it every single time. So cautious, so aware, wham it right into something. Give yourself a break. Stay off your feet, even if you have good feet. Okay, my beauty tip. Now, this is a big one, and I have to admit it. White, gray eyebrows on a lady of my age. I look like Captain Benny at the Oyster Bar. Okay. I didn't want to take them out because I don't have enough eyebrows and everybody's eyebrows are gone. Eyebrows that are gone where you paint the eyebrow on is better looking than me. I look like Spencer Tracy in one of his later movies. Okay, so, and you put a little like dye on it or something, it's gone in two minutes. I don't know what to do. So I have a beauty dilemma and I'm, but I'm aware of it now. I was aware of it last year and the year before, but now I'm so aware of it that I, I'm thinking I have to do something, but I don't know what to do. Take one second and look at yourself critically in the mirror, then walk away. And to give yourself time to pluck or not to pluck is my question. And I'm not going to make this decision right now. I'm just gonna let it go. Now, decorating your house for Christmas why don't you just give it one last big hurrah? Put out anything you want. Light your scented candles, even if no one comes. Just give your decorations one more year to live. One more year to, for someone to care before you box them up, nobody's gonna want them. They deserve it. They earned it. Let them live, let them breathe. I'm doing it. 
taking out everything. I've got silver balls. We got a silver ball for every time, every year we've been married. That's a lot of polishing. It's a lot of polishing. We get one a year, it's 47 Christmas balls, silver. I'm taking them all out. If I don't love them, who's gonna love them? Nobody. I don't even know if I'll have the energy or if I'll be in the same place next year. That's kind of how it gets when you get older. I'm healthy, I can do it. I need them to have one more year where somebody, just Kit and I and the dogs look at them and go, wow. Matt comes over in the daytime. I'm serious, no one sees my Christmas tree but me. And, I, and we don't even watch TV in there. I'm gonna sit, I'm gonna look at it, I'm gonna thank it for one more year. It's like an old horse. Just, just love your stuff. Give it one more year to shine. That's my attitude. I'm doing it. Mental health, tough one, tough one. Right now all I can think about is my toe. I'm looking at it, I hate it. Mental health is hard. I'm gonna do Christmas movies. I bought this present that I thought was funny. It's, oh God, it's, it's a little bit complicated. You know the Die Hard, mo Die Hard movie is becoming, Bruce Willis's movie is becoming a Christmas classic. I always thought it was. I thought it was nice how hard he fought to get his ex-wife back. And it was Christmas time in the Nakatomi building, right? And Hans Gruber, you know, he has this death scene that is unbelievable. Alan Rickman, because he begged the film crew to let him do his own stunt for that. Big problem, finally let him do it. It was all choreographed. He's gonna fall 40 feet. And the director and all these people around him said, we're gonna do it on the count of three. So on the count of two, they let him go. And that's why he has that face where he's really shook up because he thought it was falling apart, the whole deal. And he was gonna drop 40 feet without anybody caring. So anyway, gave it to my two friends that came out to my house today to pick me up. Do not lose your old friends. I beg you, don't lose them. There is no one that's ever gonna get you. They understand I have a car. They saw me get my car. 27 years ago. They know what it means to me. It's still in the shop. Got the $1,200 piece. It's not getting fixed. The guy who can fix it, his father's sick. So my heart goes out to him and I'm not even upset. But I was kind of upset that they had to come all the way out to Outer Mongolia, which is where I live, when they live really close to each other. Again, they happily came. Because they care. Because they know I'm crazy and they know they're not gonna change me, and they think it's just fine. That's what old friends are like. Even if they're nutty like me, even if they're a load like I am, don't lose them. Just keep them. That's all I absolutely know for sure. Oh, but here's another one. So my friend, okay, Catherine, we go to Cabo, right? And I'm her, like, plus one. She's turned 70. I had to be there for a birthday party because she didn't have anybody, right? And her son's in-laws are so fantastic. Everybody's married, everybody's great. There were 12 other people at this affair and they were all happy and married. And she was alone. Well, she had me, I'm better than nothing. At the airport, before we even get on the plane, I met a man for her in that American lounge 
We couldn't find a seat. There was this one guy sitting alone. This is the best story. I said, can we sit with you in these other two chairs? He's like, fine. We start up a conversation. He's 70. He's going to Paris. He has a house in Orlando and a house outside Vancouver on some lake. They hit it off. Big time. At the end, she jumped the shark and gave him her card, her business card. She's an architect. She was. He takes the card, walks away, texts her five minutes later. He doesn't play games. He's so nice. They're texting each other. You will not believe this. His, he's coming home on the 8th. His family's coming in like he's got two boys and grandchildren. They're coming to his house for Christmas. He wanted to fly her in from Austin to Orlando for one night in a hotel. And then she'd go home the next day because he couldn't wait to see her. Unfortunately, she really had an obligation. She could not get out of it the one day that month. He writes back. I mean, instead of getting upset, he goes, how about the 20th? It's like, I mean, I'm sky high. It's a nice man. And he's treating her really well. And he's so cute. So what I know for sure, what I think might be possible, is that you don't know. Around any corner could be some miracle. Some really sweet something that could happen to somebody. That's why we've got to stick around. That's why I don't want you to be on your cell phone. I want you to look around at people, talk to people, smile at them. Like that guy wasn't on his cell phone, like everyone else in the whole place. Never looked up. I mean, they get their bagel, they never even looked at their bagel. Constantly on their cell phone. This guy, not for one second, was he on his cell phone. So he was bored, which is what you want people to be. You want people to be bored so that they'll want to talk to you. So anyway, Catherine, my 70-year-old friend, I engineered this whole thing. She didn't even see him in the beginning. She didn't even want to sit there. She passed me up. She was finding another table in the back to sit. I found him. I did this. It was my good deed. I did a good, good, really, really good deed. Now I'm just scared to death it's not going to work out. But so far, so good. I mean, a really nice 70-year-old guy, or he might be 68, I'm not sure. I asked him how old he was, and he said he was 100. So I don't know. But he liked our age group. He liked us. He doesn't want somebody 40. So what I'm saying is miracles happen. you got to believe in miracles. That was the best thing I did this month. And I'm done for the month. I can't, I can't outdo myself. I just have to keep this one going. So, it's December. Santa Claus is coming. I want you, if somebody says to you, what do you want for Christmas? I want you to give them something to give you. I'm not kidding. People feel great when they give somebody a present. You would give them a gift by telling them what you want and letting them get it for you and letting him give it to you and see the beautiful smile on your face. Don't say nothing. Let him have the gift of giving. Okay? It doesn't have to be expensive. Just make it, make sure it's something they can find. And then let him get it for you. And then they hand it to you and you open it up and they're smiling. 
you'll see it. That's the gift you gave them, is that they made you happy. So I'm pretty sure that's true too. So good luck this month. And I'm just going to ask Santa Claus for a couple of things. And let's just keep it easy. And no, no big cooking feats. No, nothing that's going to upset your little feet. Just relax. Be part of the fun. And we'll see what happens in January, which is a bad month, okay? So try to have fun this month. Light your scented candles. Try to enjoy people's company. Sit in front of your tree. Have some cocoa with little marshmallows in it. Do everything you can because January and February are awful, okay? Let's just let's just go for it so I'll be back in January but don't expect much and have a wonderful wonderful holiday I'm gonna try thanks